talking about I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you? Uh, today is Tuesday, February 18th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz. Guess what the name of the show is? This Joe Batanz. It's where I talk about my life, the things that are happening in my life. I actually have a whole list of things that are to talk about today. You guys, if you're not listening live on Discord, you're not doing drag. Luke had a meltdown. I was telling all sorts of tea. I did like a whole other show. But you know what we're doing right now? It's this Joe Batanz on Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, today is Tuesday, February 18, 2020. So much to talk about today. I have a list. I really did. I, I, I have a list of uh, updates. I have a list of um, of uh, things I promised to talk about last week. Like for instance, last week I said, "Oh, uh, last week, last yesterday, I said I'm going to tell you about what Lori, uh, what, what idea I have for Lori's show, that old chestnut." Which, by the way, since then. I've spoken to Laurie. She thought it was a good idea. Is we may have mentioned this in passing somewhere, but Laurie's dad, a few years ago, decided to film a video for a contest that um, Kelly Rippa had, where you could audition to be a host of Live with Kelly. I don't remember what it was, right? And uh, so her dad made a video, which I have the video. But I haven't watched on purpose because I want to watch it live with Lori. And now that we have this crowdcast capability, we have that old chestnut, I was thinking, well, what a great episode of that old chestnut. Because I don't know if I mentioned this before, the video she sent me actually isn't terribly long. So you couldn't do an entire, you know, hour episode, 45 minute episode on this video, I don't think. But maybe like a quick 25, 30 minute thing you could do, 20 minutes, you know, you could do on this video. So I think we're going to make it a that old chestnut. Uh, and Lori agreed. She thought it was a good idea. Next, uh, we talked in a previous episode about um, a an exclusive tier member named Jeffrey Thunderbear. If you listen to uh, any of the Drag Race recap shows, he's become sort of uh, uh, infamous because I always stop the track to talk to or I talk specifically to him saying that he contributed because one time in an email he said that he hadn't heard his name even though i sent multiple emails on patreon saying send me your name and he was like why is it my name in the tier and and anyway so now on purpose i make a big deal about it and i saw that he had dropped out of the exclusive tier because his credit card was declined i don't mind saying that because he emailed me yesterday to say that there was no reason for it. He didn't even know that his Patreon had been canceled uh, and that there's nothing wrong with that credit card and that he has opened up a case with Patreon to figure out what happened. And um, But the bad news, I don't know what the solution to this is, is someone's already taken his place in the exclusive tier. I don't know what to do about that. You know? I don't know. I don't know what to do. 
So anyway, we're going to find out what happened from what Patreon says and whatnot. And he's going to keep me up to date on that. So that is the update with a good old Jeffrey Thunderbear. And I'll still thank him at the end of these episodes, you know, but because uh, I'm, I'm sure he'll be back, you know. Um, he wants to come back. It's just a matter of making it so. But you guys, you guys are so you guys are so strangely strict on this limit of thirty people rule. That, by the way, ends at the that that you know it's over at the end of this month. But um, all right, uh, next. Um, did I finish all the stories about the twenty four hour musical that I went to? Did we finish all those stories? Pretty much. Here's the deal. I thought it was super funny. I thought it was super cute. Uh, it reminded me of when I was in college and we did silly things. We, I didn't do that specifically, but some silly project like that where you just have a bunch of fun and you don't take it seriously. And so they were laughing. They would not remember their lines. They would, uh, you know, they had horrible choreography and they'd mess it up. And there was like, the roles were intentionally cat. Like they played it tongue in cheek, even though they were doing the lines. Very, very funny. I liked it. My friend Adam De La Pena, who I went to school with, who was such an odd duck, and I could tell stories and stories. It would take too long for this episode. We wouldn't get to anything else. Is I could tell he was just super unhappy. And I had promised him, uh, before we saw the show, I go, look, if this is not fun and horrible, we can leave it intermission. So when the intermission uh, comes up, he goes, we're leaving, right? And so I didn't want to. I would have rather stayed. But I was like, all right, we can leave. Oh, by the way, really quickly. I don't know why he did this. And people do this to me all the time. Where they, for no reason whatsoever, try and take the hardest route to get places. Well, first of all, he wanted to show that he knew UCLA. Which I'm actually fairly comfortable with UCLA. I'm not, like, I didn't go to UCLA, but I used to visit there a lot. So I'm comfortable enough for, like, the big places. If you say, like, in what area of UCLA is this building? I can tell you where it is, right? I can get to the, the very popular buildings. And so he kept giving me these bizarre... But here's the deal. is I've actually been to UCLA more recently than he has. So he was like... He went to UCLA like over 20 years ago, right? So he's like... Um, Okay, we're going to park over here, but, like, there's no parking lot anymore over there. It was so weird and so bizarre, and he took me this super long way to get there, and we had to walk up. I go, can we just take scooters? Because UCLA is very hilly. And he was like, no. And it was, it was just so exhausting. And it had nothing to do with my, my weight, which I'm sure that's part of it, but, like, my back, I've just been in, like, this utter pain with my sciatic and my back. Like, I'm such a fucking old fucking man. No, ever since the boots thing. I'm still healing from the boots. And now I'm like in utter, I'm just like literally in like excruciating pain because there's, there's something going on where like when I walk up inclines or it, the pain comes or declines or I don't know what has to do with the way the back is being put pressure on. And so now I'm in like, I mean, literally agonizing pain going up because he doesn't want to use a scooter. He didn't want to take an elevator. And I was just like, oh, why are the people like this? You know, the people are so weird. I remember when Daniel Bre- uh, Brewer visited um LA this is when I first found out how difficult Daniel Brewer was is we were driving and it was like really hot it's California not even really hot just warm and we're driving by the ocean I rolled the window down and he got like really upset and made me roll the window back up and then he but he wouldn't turn the air conditioner on so I was sitting in this car with like stale hot air 
Really obnoxious. People are so bizarre. Once you get to hang out with people, you find out how peculiar and weird they are. Don't even get me started on Lori. Everyone's like, I want to hang out with Lori. I'm like, all right, hang out with her. You'll see why I'm always frustrated. Um, so anyway, so then we left. The, oh, so I think I kind of told this story at the end yesterday. Is so he he was very picky about where we ate first. Here's what's weird about how it went so bizarre. Adam Delapena is so weird. So like, he goes, "Where do you want to eat in Westwood? There's a new taco place called Tacos 1986." And I go, "Oh, I've eaten there before. They went downtown." I go, "We can go there. That's fine." And he goes, "And then there's this uh, pizza place, this New York style pizza place. We could go there." And I go, "Wherever, I'm fine." And I and then. I feel like there was parking in front of Tacos 1986. And I was like, why don't I just do Tacos 1986? Like, no, let's go to the pizza place. Which I was like, whatever, I don't care. I have enough tacos in my life. But then we go to the pizza place. And this pizza place was really good, actually. I really I really did like it. We go to this pizza place. I got two slices. I don't think that's crazy. He got one slice. Which is fine. Maybe he just eats one slice, right? But so it wasn't of cheese pizza, by the way. He got a slice of cheese. So I'm like, okay, whatever, right? Maybe that's what, maybe he's, I don't know, maybe it's all he's eating. Okay, I don't care. I don't know what people eat, right? I feel Haley Sklans would only have a slice. He's a tiny little person, you know? But Adam's not a tiny little person. Anyway, we get the one slice, right? So after we leave at intermission, now by the way, remember, we're, we're eating right before the show. Intermission's about an hour and a half. So this is like two hours later. We're leaving now because he wants to leave intermission. And he goes to me, he goes, you want to get something to eat? And I go, we just ate. We, we were eating two hours ago. He should have gotten two slices, right? And he goes, I want to go to Jack in the Box, which is like, what? What? I go, fine, I'll take you to Jack. Oh, by the way, see, this is why I said I'm not a I could do a whole show about I'm not a Adam Delapena lives in Los Angeles. Doesn't drive, so he has to be shuttled around everywhere. So I have to take him home. He doesn't drive. So, I, I go. Okay, I'll take you on the way home. So we go to a Jack in the Box. He orders like a giant, not a giant, but like as if he hadn't eaten two hours before. You know, got like four tacos and jalapeno poppers and a burger. I'm like, where was his appetite two hours ago? He could have satisfied that with two slices of pizza. You know? Hold on, this is, it reminded me of this, and so I have to do it. Two dollars for a bottle of water. Yeah. So I'm like, what? Okay. Then, so that that was that story. That's the twenty-four-hour musical. On fr- so I have to renew my passport. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? I got to renew my passport. I fill out the whole thing, the whole thing, write the check. I have the pass. I have everything I need, right? Except the passport photo. Now I could have easily there's like a little place down here you could just go get it done, right? But as when I'm researching it, I see that this uh, Target, they're like, well, just upload a photo of you f- f- facing front. We'll turn it into a passport photo. I go, okay, that seems easy to go anywhere, right? I like anyway, anything where you 
<laughs> Jordan Darling said in the chat room, a two hours for a bunch of check in the box. Anyway, um, I should see if I can get uh, Brenda to record two hours for a bunch of Jack in the Box uh, in that voice. Anyway, so I go, whatever, I'll just do that, right? So then it's very easy to do it at Target. So so this is Friday, by the way, Valentine's Day. And I upload it, and they go, do you want to pick it up at the store? We'll ship it to you. And I go, well, I'll pick it up at the store. There's Target right here, okay? So I have them go to the store. I get an email confirmation, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, you're gonna get uh, a con. You're gonna get a, a note, and if you just did one photo, you're in like two hours. You're gonna get a, an email to pick up your photo." So I go, "Okay, seems fair enough, right?" Friday comes and goes, nothing. Don't get anything. No two hours, nothing, right? But I, I was thinking, you know what? I did it at like six thirty p.m. You know, maybe they're like, "Oh, we'll do it tomorrow," right? Fine. I had no rush in this passport photo. Everything else is filled out. I'm just waiting for this passport photo. Okay. Then, um, Saturday comes and goes, nothing. Sunday comes and goes, nothing. Now it's like midday Monday, and I'm like, okay, you know what? They had the weekend. And I know today's a holiday, but I know Target's open. What's going on? So I call over there. Guy answers. I go, listen, this is what happened. Tell him the story. He goes, oh, that's weird. And then I go, because they give me a confirmation number. I go, do you want a confirmation number? He goes, no. Let me ask the photo person. He goes, hold on. Puts me on hold. I'm on hold for like 10 minutes. Finally, the system just hangs up on me. I'm like, what? So then I call back. Ring, ring, ring. No one answers. Call again. Ring. No one answers. Call a fourth time now, because I'm kind of the other time there. Somebody answers. And I go, I go through the whole rigmarole again. And she goes, what happened? What? And I tell her the whole story. She goes, oh, let me transfer you to photo. Transfer. Hung up on. One more time I call. No answer. So I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm fucking turning into Karen right now. And I'm fucking going over there. So I put on the shoes. Not the boots. And the clothes and everything like that. And uh, I go over to this Target. And I wait in the customer service line. I go, how can I help you? I go, listen, here, look at this. I have this email. And they're like, well, did you get a confirmation email? I go, I got a confirmation email. Like, did you get one to pick it up? And I go, no, because you said you would email me in two hours. And I let Friday go by, let Saturday go by, let Sunday go by. Fine. She's like, I don't know what happened. Then some other girl walked by and she goes, they go, she goes, um, when it, the whole thing is all over again, right? Then she goes looking through the drawers and she goes, what's your name? And she goes, oh, and then all of a sudden, as if it just occurred to her, she goes, oh, you know what? The machine's broken. I'm like, this machine's not broken. You know this machine. I know and you know this machine's not broken. You just made it up because you guys fucked up, right? And I go, I go, okay, whatever. What am I going to do, fight with her that it, is, that it isn't broken, right? So I go, well, one more thing. I tell her the whole story about the phone calls. And she goes, oh, sorry to hear that. She goes, what do you want me to do about it? And I was so ready to straighten my hair comb it over the side, put some frosted tips and some glasses and say, may I speak to your manager? But I did not. I was just like, Ugh, I don't know, whatever. So here's what I did. Because now now it's the thing for me, right? So now I... Uh... Oh, wait, hold on for a second. What is going on here? Oh, you guys are so fucking lucky right now. Oh, no, you're not. Actually, I'm going to change that. 
I must have hit something. Okay, what is going on here? There we go. Okay. You got lucky for a second. Anyway. So, um... I go, uh... Whatever. So I went back... I just... Today, right before I came on here, I went back on Target online, but now I had to ship it to my house. I'm not in a rush for the passport photo renewal. I just need to get it done. I'm not gonna go... I don't want to go get the passport photo done and all that drama. Okay. Uh, next. Look, this is what you guys wanted. You wanted this for this Jobatance. What the boring shit Jobatance goes through every day. Last night, I went, uh, with Jean-Paul... We hung out because it was President's Day. He had the day off. We went and got ramen. We went and got ice cream. The usual Sunday stuff that we did on Monday. But also, you know, John Paul and I are looking to buy a house, a piece of property together. And there's an up-and-coming part of L.A. called Boyle Heights. And I kind of want to buy there. I'm very interested in buying there. But what I found out yesterday is John Paul and I have two very different ideas of where we want to buy. Because I want to buy kind of on the cheap side in a... uh, Poor area, but it's close to this bridge they're building. But Jean-Paul wants to be close to, like, the metro stop and doesn't want to be by... For some reason, is obsessed with not being next to a freeway, right? Meanwhile, Jean-Paul lives right next to a freeway downtown. I don't even know what he's talking about here. Meanwhile, by the way, I don't even care if I live by a freeway. I don't give a shit, right? I feel like I like it. I'm easier, closer to the freeway. I don't know. He's worried about smog and chemicals. Like I said, but meanwhile, he lives downtown right by a freeway. So I don't know what he's talking about. So anyway, uh, we were looking at different houses yesterday. But again, I don't know how we're going to figure that out. I might need to buy the house by myself. Who knows? It's a big pain in the ass. Uh, and then finally, weird story. and It's a developing story. And it'll probably never happen, but it is an interesting story. Is that friend of the show, Adam Vaught has gotten the A-OK. I guess maybe I shouldn't say what he does. I'll say this. For um, the guy who is doing... He, he's an ex- there's an exclusive tier listener. Let me see if he's in here. He's not, he's, not, he's not here. There's an exclusive tier listener. He's the one we did the special show for. Okay? Uh, he's the one that we did the, the, the private show for. He has the same job. He, he's just gotten approval for the same job. So um, he's going to be going to this training in March for that. And then afterwards, he's going to get assigned somewhere around the world. You know, he doesn't know where. But so he was compl- he was not complaining. He was talking to me about how he's worried because, you know, he got out of a serious relationship not too long ago. And now he's just been dating. And. He's even while dating right now, he's been very lonely. Okay. And he was saying that, uh, you know, now he's going to be somewhere around the world. And I guess the way that this works is with the way visa laws are, is if, if there, even if there were a girlfriend or a wife that he took with them, it would prevent him from, it would prevent that person from um, working or it'd be very difficult. Right. So essentially, essentially any romantic partner he has. If they're not, if they're from the United States, they can't work. So they become a housewife, essentially, or house husband. And then if he meets a girl in this country, well, he's going to get stationed somewhere else. And then he had, what happens then? You know? 
And I'm sure this guy is going to contact me with, you know, with his thoughts on this and everything. So we were talking and I, and he was like, and I was saying like, and I, when he was talking about, it, I go, God, cause this is true. I would love nothing more than to be a kept man, like a housewife. Right. And I could do my podcasting from anywhere in the world, as long as I have a, a good solid internet connection, but just to like take care of the house and to cook, because I love to cook and clean the house, and then I just do my podcasting and not worry about any of that stuff and go do things. Oh, anyway, that would be the dream. And he said, would you really do that? And I went, yeah. And he was like, huh. So we've been sort of talking about that. I don't think it'll really happen. But you, know, you never know. Anyway, that's been uh, This Job of Tans. We'll be back tomorrow with brand new stories about me going to Target and uh, visit houses in Boyle Heights. This is Joe Batanz. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>